Well, welcome to the podcast. My name is Father Bill W. I'm an Episcopal priest living here in Austin, Texas, and I've had the gift of recovery uh, for the past 50 years. And for that, I am very, very grateful. The purpose of these podcasts, as uh, I suspect most of you know, is to go a little bit deeper into the history of uh, AA and the 12 steps, also to go deeper into the psychology and the spirituality uh, behind the program. And um, we're, we're excited to have a new video up on the website. Encourage you to go and visit that. If you haven't done so, it's at Two Way Prayer, about a 40, 45 minute video. And the purpose is to really explain the practice uh, to people in, in a way that uh, they can get a hold of the probably the most transformational part of the early program, the pioneer program that somehow got left behind. So uh, go visit that, uh, start doing the practice and uh, let me know how, how it's going for you. We're doing a new series here and this is titled Journey to the Inner World. And I'm interviewing people uh, who are in recovery and have been practicing two-way prayer for a while, uh, but also who have... Uh, taken what may be for at least for some of us the next natural step in in the evolution of the practice and that's to do inner child work um i just think it flows very naturally uh from the one uh to the other and for some of us there's a, uh, an incompleteness if i'm only doing the two-way prayer and not incorporating uh, other elements like dream work and shadow work and inner child work uh, into, into our practice. So my guest is Su Suzanne T. She is from uh, the UK. And um, I want to welcome, welcome you back, Suzanne. Uh, did a great job last in the last episode. Uh, you shared your story and some of your two-way prayer writings. And uh, it sounded like uh, for you, two-way prayer was the missing element in in the program it just kind of turned you on and and your life has taken uh, new turns and new directions is that fair oh yes it made me less human reliant it was the main thing and i just felt like i'd found the missing piece of the jigsaw it just everything became clear and complete and i feel whole a lot of the time and, and at peace you know, for me, it added an element of excitement uh, to the program. Uh, does that fit for you, too? Yes, it does. Uh, um, I love it, and I love passing it on to other people. Like, yeah. Uh, well, you've done groups. Yeah. Yes, I know you've done a great job over there uh, in the UK of uh, doing all you can to pass it on. Now, in, in the last episode, Suzanne, uh, you shared your recovery story and some of your two-way prayer writings with us. And they were very beautiful. I really appreciate that. And, but I know after a while, uh, you added the inner child work to your morning quiet times. And perhaps you could begin by telling us uh, how that all came about and what some of those early experiences of meeting the child were like for you. Okay. Well, I was in a two-way prayer um, group with you and a few of you were sharing two-way two prayer and then inner child ones came up as well 
And um, I could start to see in my two-way prayer that it was saying, like, speak to the child and things like that. Um, and so I knew I needed to do it. And I just felt in situations I could feel my child being affected in um, things that happen in life. And um, you taught me through it and we read through our, my early readings. And um, I haven't looked back. I've got a great relationship with my child today. She was very resistant and annoyed at, at the beginning, felt rejected and abandoned. Mm. And over over time, I've built that trust up and got a wonderful partnership almost today. Seems to be pretty common with folks who uh, start doing this inner child work. It, it's like, uh, okay, uh, I will take the plunge. It's a little scary. And, and initially in meeting the kid, there's uh, resistance on her part, distrust. It's like, well, where the hell have you been for 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it might be, you know? And is this just a flash in the pan or can I depend on you? Mm, yes. Some of that feelings come up. Almost invariably, it happens with folks. Yeah. So that was your experience, yeah. Um, but but how did it go uh, in the early sessions? Were, were you patient with her and, and she with you? Or how, how did that happen? I was very patient and um, almost like a parent, a bit like I feel my um, higher power speaks to me almost like parenting role and reassuring when things came up because a lot of my two-way prayers, things, problems I took to God came up and the child was affected and, and it, I'd get told to speak to the child. Um, I did that and um, we've built up an amazing relationship and trust, but it took time and she was resistant for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now you have a prayer partner that you work with, and uh, I'm going to put a link to that, uh, some information on that uh, in, in the show notes. Uh, I, and I know uh, you and uh, Sandra are, are meeting quite regularly, and uh, she is sharing some of her inner child writings, uh, as you are as well. Is that, is that helpful to hear? other people's experiences with the practice? Oh, it's amazing. We've got such a great bond and we're actually meeting this year and when I meet you and that's just, um, my life's opened up and I just feel it's great to relate to other people and their writings and what it brings up for me with them. And she's taught me a lot through her writings that she's been doing for many years. Now, I want to put a little note of caution into this uh, uh, podcast um, because, um, well, you know, you might have a little note of caution uh, to people in doing two-way prayer, you know, I'm going to sit down and listen to God. I, I don't hear too many people, if any at all, I and mean, I've been doing it for 30 years, who've gotten into any kind of trouble with this. But when it comes to the uh, inner child work, uh, it's going to be working with your ego and with the unconscious and, and finding the, the kid inside 
and then dialoguing with her. It's a little different than two-way prayer, you know? And so anyway, what I want to recommend is, uh, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're not stable, if you're not doing two-way prayer long enough, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, doing this work, by all means, uh, don't do it. But if, 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 if you feel stable and you've got uh, some good recovery under your belt and some good experience with two-way prayer, it's, it's almost like God is going with us in the journey. I mean, that was my experience, that if I didn't have the, 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 the modeling of God listening to me, dialoguing with me, answering my prayers, I'd be a little more hesitant of going inside and opening up that door. Uh, I see you shaking your head that uh, yeah. fit for you too, huh? It, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I felt safe. I felt safe. So anyway, good to have a prayer partner or a therapist or someone, if you get in too deep, that you can uh, get in touch with them, that uh, they can help you with it. Um, so some of your early experiences with the kids, she was hesitant on trusting. Uh, what was her name? What's her name? Susie. Susie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and just like use a term of endearment when doing the two-way prayer writing, Sometimes it's real helpful to do a little term of endearment. Hello, my precious. Hello, my dear. You know, uh, to kind of kind of get some of those juices flowing. Um, where did you discover her inside when you when you first met? You know, my experience was uh, it, Billy, my kid, was under the bed, hiding, and um, and very very uh, suspicious very suspicious. Uh, as I said earlier, are you, are you going to just open this door and then slam it shut again? Or are you going to be consistent? Can I trust? So that, that sounds like that's what some of those first few meetings were for you as well. Huh? Yes. But then she started trusting you. Yes, over time. When I over first time. met her, my, one, my child was up a tree, actually, and escaping. She, up a tree, up a tree. Escaping from reality. Wow. Yeah. So in your imagination, that's where you saw her. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, in two-way prayer, there, you, you, at least what I suggest for people is not to dialogue back and forth with God and with you. I think in two-way prayer, the focus is to listen and allow the voice to speak but it's different in inner child work here there is a place for dialogue there's a place for the ego to play its role and for the kid to to uh respond and so there's a back and forthness this is more like writing a short play uh where you're each of the two characters are there. Uh, sometimes even there's a third character with uh, the higher power uh, playing a role. But in the writing, it's a, it's a back and forthness. So um, that's the way you approached it as well, was it? Yes, that's the way I approached it. Um, I, I had listened to other people sharing theirs. And um, yes, like you said, over time, it just flowed and I, I almost got 
advice and warnings sometimes from the child. Yeah. Yeah, there's a wisdom there that uh, kind of surprises mm. some of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what you're doing in the practice is you, you take on your own personality and, and you write from that perspective. And then you do a shift and you take on the personality of the kid, uh, allowing that voice to come through in a manner in which they might uh, actually speak to you, okay? So um, uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, perhaps if you'd read one of your uh, inner child writings, people will get a better sense of uh, how this all sounds. Okay. And I'm going to do the same thing that we did with your two-way prayer writings. I'm going to just kind of... Uh, okay. Yeah, record how, how this is striking me. So uh, go, go right ahead. Hey, Susie, how are you? Kid, I'm good, actually. Feel more at peace. South, that's great. I have been working on us and we are growing so much. Kid, yes, I feel it. I'm more settled and free to go out playing. Do you want to play? South. Yes, I like to play too. We're going climbing this week. We are good at it. Kid, I am not surprised. Was always up a tree when I was young. I love climbing. Please carry on playing. Makes me happy. Self, I will. I am bringing out our inner warrior. Kid, great. I always loved having adventures and taking risks. Self. Laugh out loud, not always in a good way. We did a skydive when we wanted to raise money to go on a mission in South Africa. Kid, I love our playful time. I used to do it to escape. South, sorry to hear that you had to escape. Kid, that's okay. At least we don't now. South, no, we are the opposite. We face everything and recover, not forget everything and run. Kid, the world feels less scary and I feel safe with you around and holding my hand. Beautiful, beautiful. A couple, couple of thoughts uh, that I jotted down. Number one is uh, I love to hear other people's uh, writings of this. Uh, my kid likes to hear, <laughs> uh, I can almost feel him uh, joining in the, in, the, in the playfulness, all right? Um, uh, and, and, and playfulness is what really came through in, in, in my encounter with the kid. I'm very serious, studious, all that sort of stuff. You know, I don't have time for the play. And, and that was one of the ways in which the kid suffered. I, mean, I grew up in an alcoholic home at, at six or seven years old. I think I was saying to my inner self, well, somebody's got to be responsible here. It's going to be me. So I don't have time for you, kid. <laughs> and he gets shoved to the sidelines. Uh, uh, some of that go on with you? Yes, um, I went through a lot of early childhood experiences that made me just block her out and forget about her and abandon her. And I carried that on through my addiction. 
and I've only just rediscovered her now. There was some bullying that went on when you were growing up from other kids, is that right? Yes, I was just frightened of everybody and the only way I could fit in, I found, was to act out and do what people dared me to do. Um, it made me feel like I had the attention and almost acknowledgement of other people. But it wasn't the real you doing that, was it? It was the oh, false yeah. you. Uh, it's like I, I, I become who the world wants me to be or who I think they want me to be or how I'm going to survive in, in, in this uh, at the expense of my true self. That's right. And, yeah. Yeah, and Susie's much more your true self, isn't she? Yes, she is. Um, I, I acted out like that and um, it was just a class clown because it was people I put on pedestals and admired. And for them to like me, I thought I'd do what they say. Right, right. At the expense of becoming myself. Yes. You know, and that's the discovery uh, that we that we have to make. And, and that's why I think this uh, inner child work is so important. It's going back to revisit some of the wounds, the hurts that we picked up along the way, uh, held on to, and and hopefully now are ready to let go of, and and go back and 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 do the work to heal the kid. I love the the phrase inner warrior. Uh, so it's like courage. Uh, you're getting yes. in touch with uh, some courage to, to, to do some of the stuff that you've been hesitant to do. Foolish things. Foolish yes. things. <laughs> yes, Kids love foolish brain. things, don't they? Yeah, put, <laughs> put a crown on their head. And uh, yes. I remember I had a trauma <laughs> in, uh, in kindergarten. Um, everybody got to be king uh -huh, for a week in kindergarten. You, you, you wore a little crown. And at the end of the week, they took my damn crown away. Oh, oh my God, it was terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I became an alcoholic. <laughs> King for a day, as Bill Wilson uh, once said. But it's, uh, it, again, it's a falseness. Uh, um, the kid escaped up, up a tree. What, what do you think that's about? for you hiding from the world i think because i was so fearful of everybody i put people on pedestals and felt less than yeah and i didn't fit in with anybody yeah so for me it was under the bed for you it was up a tree but it wasn't yeah. in relationship with no. the world and with people there was a disconnection that was happening there and intimacy suffers as a result of that, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. L love is almost impossible. And and so this this practice is is again going back to the that woundedness. And just like God was kind of loving on me in two-way prayer for a long while, now it's my job to mirror that and go and love on the kid 
And that's my work. And only I can do it. Nobody, God can't do it. God can't do it. Okay. Uh, so the relationship began to change over time then. The trust came in. Uh, yes, it is. Very much. Yeah. And, and I think you, you had told me you and she dialogued during the day. And we do, yeah. 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 And formed a partnership. Yes, that, that's what it feels like. Um, I get advice and, like you said, wisdom. And it feels like I'm the parent almost. But sometimes she can be wise as well and give me advice, parental advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a back and forthness, a compensation yeah. that, that happens there. Um, the, the parts, that, particularly the parts that are missing in my adult self, I, I, I can see them realized in the in the in the child. Um, uh, of course, I mean it's, it's not like I give them the keys to the car. I mean, sometimes they, <laughs> they might want to play all day long, you know. Yeah. And there and there's there's work to be done. There's a serious side, uh, but can I find a balance? uh between these two see yeah good um did you ever go for a while not checking in on her yeah have you, have you had that experience <clears throat> it's kind yes, of a repeat a repeat of the abandonment uh how does she respond well where have you been almost um you said you wouldn't leave me again and you did. I well, do. Life, yes, life got busy, and um, I apologized for that. Nice. Um, and we've built the trust up again now, and I write regularly. They will forgive, uh, but it has to be based on truth, on honesty. Yes. Kids are kids are uh, quite honest, aren't they? I mean, they'll say the damnedest things. Uh, we're good at lying, and. Uh, they're in, <laughs> they, they may be good at fantasy and imagination, all that stuff, but they're not innate liars. Uh, truth comes kind of natural to them. And if I will deal with them truthfully, uh, they can respond. Mm. Yes. Got another writing you could share with us? Uh, okay. That's fine. Hey, Susie. How's it going? Kid. Hey, I'm out playing on the swings, imagining I'm a princess. Self. That's nice. I remember we used to spend hours on the swings. Kid. It makes me happy when we chat. Self. It does me too. Sorry if I get too busy sometimes. Kid. That's okay just brings back memories of not putting self first with him, self, him, Ian, kid, yes, self, I'm sorry you feel this way and brings up bad memories, we are free and live by God, self, others today, kid, we lost ourselves when we met him, self, Yes, but we have found ourselves an identi identity today and happy in our own skin. 
kid, so pleased. I never knew who I was and where I fitted in. Self, we do today. We have a purpose and love ourselves and life. Kid, keep checking in. I forgive you. You were lost, but now we are found. Thank you. Self, exactly. Enjoy playing. Kid, I will. Love you. Self, love you. Bye for now. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just felt you checking in with that lost part of yourself and I could feel it healing in the, in that process. And to me, that's what that writing does. Uh, and I, I will sometimes go weeks without checking in on the kid. And, uh, and it is, it's a repeat of the abandonment. But, the, but if I will be honest about that, ask for forgiveness, uh, and then show up. Uh, he he's ready. He's ready to forgive. He's ready to forgive. Um, you mentioned the abuse. Uh, now, Ian was, uh, uh, was it was an unhealthy uh, marriage that 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 you were into, and and you got severely abused in that marriage. Yes, I did. Um... He was very violent. He became a heroin addict after I'd been with him about a year. And yeah. he was very abusive. I stayed with him for eight years and had two children, always trying to think he'd change. Um, I kept myself in a position to be harmed when I could have left when I had my first daughter. Um, but I stayed there thinking um, I couldn't survive without him almost. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it feels like um, my daughter did find me again in recovery. Um, and it feels like the inner child work with her is very resistant and untrusting. And it's taken really a long time to build up that relationship, not on uh, the speed I would like it, but obviously right. it's in God's time, not mine. Exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, we want to rush it and and know they're going to take their time. I, I know a number of people who have had that relationship uh, with their children. And, and it does, it models uh, what, what's going on in, with our own kid. And that isn't, isn't that helpful in, yeah. in understanding where they're coming from? It's been very helpful and a, a big realization, really. I didn't ever put the things together, but um, it just happened. I had a big realization around it. And it's amazing, this work. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's just changed my life and how I react and respond to things. And I just feel like I've healed all my trauma in the past almost. Um, yeah, I just feel like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's like we regain our soul. If, so some people say the kid, the kid represents the true self. That's yeah. that's the soul. Uh, if if I'm out there acting in the world, uh, what you said in, in the writing, I never knew who I was. Never knew who I was. 
And so I'm going to try to be, you make me who I can be. And that can get us, gets us into some terrible relationships. Yes, you know, very destructive. You be for me what I can't or won't be for mm. myself. Yeah. And if we can't do that for ourselves, it's not going to come from another person. No, I didn't value myself. No. Yeah. What they told what they told me is is we attract to the level we are at. Yes, exactly. I that, yeah, I thought that was a, a helpful piece of advice. If you want to take your inventory, your own inventory, look at who's around you. Look at who you're attracting into your life. If it's really unhealthy people, there's a, a pretty good chance uh, it's a reflection of my own inner values that, that that are not not there i don't value myself i don't i don't take care of myself um well beautiful 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 um uh you got you got one more uh that we we could hear i i, I just love hearing these things yeah i was just gonna say i do value myself today and i love myself as well and um i'm happy I've got a purpose to help others today. Hey, Susie, how are you? Kid, hey, I'm good. I'm glad you sorted things out with your friends. I hate losing friends. Self, yes, I put on our big girl pants and dealt with it. So, so there was a problem. Uh, yes. The problem going on here. Yes. In in your life, in your relationships, and yes. and you're doing two-way prayer work, and you talk checking on the kid and seeing how the kid responded to that. So yes. yeah, yeah. So you put on your big big girl pants and yes. you, and you dealt with it. Yes. And she liked that. She did actually, yes. Very hmm. grateful. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep keep going. I love our newfound confidence and assertiveness. Self, did she remind you of anyone? Kid, yes, childhood bullies. Self, ah, oh, sorry to hear that. We have nice friends today, like family. Kid, I try to trust you. A bit wary of people still. Self, I'm trying to get a balance between love, compassion and boundaries. Kid, stick to those and be careful and wise. I never had boundaries. Self, I know, but I'm creating them now. Kid, great. Self, we are seeing our baby tomorrow and grandbaby. Kid, goody, I can't wait. I never want to lose her again. Worst time of my life. Did you contact her when I asked? Self, yes, I did. Kid, I missed her so much. That's when I took drugs. I said I would never take to block the pain. Self, I know, I hear you, sending you so much love. I've got you. Kid, I feel held and safe. Thank you. Self, it's not at pace I want. It's in Sky Daddy's hands. Baby steps. Just trust him doing his work in the meantime. Kid, just keep contact. Never let her go again. Self. I won't. Love you. Bye for now, kid. Bye-bye. Come back tomorrow. 
one of the things that came up for me when, when you're writing um, the the bullying, the re-experiencing of past traumas. So he, he, if I'm understanding you correctly, you, you got bullied a lot as a kid. And then you're into a relationship with somebody in your adult life. And those feelings come up again. Uh, yes. And the kid, you're re-experiencing the trauma. All right. Um, one one thing uh, that I've learned in, in this practice is, is um, if my response to a situation is disproportionate to the event, it's probably my kid who is responding. Yes. In other words, someone's being a bully, someone's being an yes. idiot. And, and, and God knows the world is full of bullies and idiots. But if it triggers that thing in me, then I become terrified and I overreact to the situation. That's the kid. Does that make sense? I can feel that now in every situation. It's usually around passive aggressive people. They remind me of the bullies and people trying to control me or not taking no for an answer. And these are those stuck parts in yes. ourself that, uh, that have to be gotten to if recovery is, is going to happen. And this is the emotional recovery work that we've got to do. And I, I don't know what the percentage is, but my, my guess is somewhere in the 90% of, of the um, work we're going to have to do is going to take us back to that childhood stuff. Uh, so this is, this, is, this is very practical. You know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's, it's not just an exercise in imagination and uh, um, feel good. It's, it's really deep inner work to find those stuck parts in me that have not matured, and it gives me a way to dialogue with them, to let them have their say. But, but you know, um, uh, what you said in your thing was very important. Um, she said, I never had boundaries. Susie said, I never had yes. boundaries. And then you said, coming from your ego self, I'm trying to create those boundaries for us. Beautiful. That's the right role of the ego. You know, that's your job. It's not her job. That's yours. So Suzanne, uh, uh, I, I really want to thank you for, for sharing uh, your writings with us. I, I think they're beautiful. I, I can feel the healing that's going on in your life as a result of this. And maybe in, in closing, I'd ask you uh, uh, just maybe share with listeners um, how this has really helped you and how it's different from the two-way prayer process. Well, this, this um, experience has really helped me. Um, it's helped me deal with situations. And when I feel triggered, it 
child feels triggered. I feel like I can deal with them. I don't get resentments easily now. I don't get as fearful. I feel like I can go straight to the child and we have a dialogue and everything's okay. I don't feel the need to rush to phone somebody, for an example. And um, the two-way prayer um, and the, the inner child and other work I've done, I just feel more emotionally mature and um, secure and um, just everything's changed in my life. I feel like I've healed most parts and um, having a two-way prayer partner has been very helpful for me and always checking it out when in the beginning um, that I was on the right path and taking guidance from yourself and others. Um, it's just been amazing. I can't really put it into words, but I've got the most peace I've ever felt in my life. Got any advice for people out there who uh, might be a little reluctant or fearful uh, in starting this uh, deeper journey into the inner child world? Yes, I'd start off with two-way prayer. Um, and when the time feels right, just have a conversation with people who've done the work. Um, and um, it's experienced in it and just check you're on the right path and share the first few. And I'd, I'd advise people to get a two-way prayer partner as well. That's really helpful, isn't it? Isn't it? That, uh, yes. You know, um, and, and, you know, people will sometimes write to me asking, uh, can, can, can you help me find somebody uh, to do the two-way prayer partnership with? And, and, and I'm always uh, sad to say, no, I really can't. This is very intimate work. Um, and, and it can't really be a matchmaker in this regard. But if you will uh, ask in your two-way prayer uh, for God to show you somebody, you can teach them the process. It's really quite simple. Uh, and, and if you've got a trusting relationship with that person, uh, maybe you first teach them how to do two-way prayer, and then in time, share some of your uh, deeper work with them. Um, and when they're ready, then they will uh, start doing that, uh, that work themselves. And then you get to the level where you're sharing with one another, benefiting from one another. Every time I hear... Uh, you share a, a two, a two, a, both a two-way prayer and an inner child uh, session. It resonates with me that 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 you're touching on the things that uh, are, are are happening with me, or sometimes need to be happening with me. You know uh, that I need to, I need to go to that place because I haven't been there in a while. Uh, the kid brings energy. Kid brings playfulness, uh, but as you say, uh, sometimes we're amazed at the wisdom that yes. uh, that they know. There's there's a knowing that 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 comes from them that the ego doesn't really have access to in any other way. Going out playing, <laughs> yeah, you're play you're together. rock climbing and uh, yeah. doing all sorts of things that. Uh, maybe a few years ago you, you wouldn't have touched no no I'm living the dream and um living life to the full I'm living not existing 
And, you know, and I think that's uh, maybe the deeper level uh, or reason behind this. Uh, you know, we have substituted meetings for so many things. And I'm all for meetings. I think they're great, but they're not a substitute for life. No, exactly. And, and God wants us to live life to the fullest, to enjoy, to play, yes. to rest, to do some of the things that the ego side of ourselves uh, might be reluctant to do. Well, listen, Suzanne, thank you once again for uh, having the courage to open yourself up and uh, share uh, an even deeper part of your recovery journey with us, the, the journey to the, to the inner child. So thank you so much for asking me. All right. And uh, as I say, from time to time, well, next week, we're going we're to do uh, another woman. I, I did want to kind of pick up on this two women from the UK, as in the 24-hour book, who have uh, done the work. Uh, so my friend Donna uh, in the States is, is going to uh, be here and she'll f follow a similar path. Uh, the first week, sharing uh, her two-way prayer journey with us, and then in the second week, uh, we'll look at the inner child work and how that complements it. So I thank you guys for listening. And I hope this uh, information was, was helpful. If you'd like to send a note to Suzanne, please feel free to do so. You can write, uh, write to her through me. Just send an email at uh, twowayprayer at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to forward it immediately to her. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, God bless and keep coming back. Mm -hmm.